Learn more about the albums you love with Dissect, a music analysis podcast hosted by me, Cole Kushner, a lifelong musician. Each season of Dissect dives deep into one album, examining the music, lyrics, and meaning of one song per episode. We've covered albums by Kendrick Lamar, Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean, just to name a few, and our brand new season just launched all about Radiohead's 2007 masterpiece, In Rainbows. Listen to Dissect on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, because great art deserves more than a swipe. At Walt Disney World Resort, magic is found in spontaneity, the unplanned, the unexpected, an inside joke born in the Haunted Mansion queue, a surprise stitch sighting in Tomorrowland, watching fireworks from your room. These memories aren't made from predetermined plans, but manifested from simply being present and together in the most magical place. Find your moment at Walt Disney World Resort. This episode is brought to you by Brooks. Calling all running nerds, Brooks has just dropped the Go 16, a sweet name for an even sweeter shoe. If you're looking for comfort for that morning jog or when you're hopping on that treadmill, look no further than the Go 16, which has a nitrogen-infused cushioning. That means it's nice, soft, and lightweight. So you got the comfort, but you don't sacrifice the speed. Turn those everyday miles into everyday endorphins and the better-than-ever Brooks Go 16. Click or tap the banner to learn more. Hello and welcome into the Ringerverse. It's the Ringer's Nexus podcast feed for all things fandom. And welcome back to Mint Edition, the once in a while podcast about all the latest fandom that you just can't live without. I'm Steve Allman. I'm Jessica Clemens. I'm Jimmy Dineron. And we are here to talk to you about a nice little school that's, you know, just having kids figure it out. But today, we got to have some little programming reminders for you before we begin on the Ringerverse feed and the new House of R feed. Programming reminders. On Monday, Button Mash will be returning to give you all their gaming goodness that they always do. Jess, you excited? Yeah. For October and yeah. the deluge of things you're going to have to play? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so tired. You're so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired because I've been playing video games. Uh, I know, right? Isn't that isn't night. that the worst? I hate it. Oh, I hate staying up till 3 a.m. I love it though. I'm mm. having a fun time. I replayed <laughs> Miles Morales and I went in. And so, yes, yeah. you'll get all of that talk and all that conversation. And on Tuesday night, the Midnight Boys are going to be giving you their instant reactions to Ahsoka late nights, as always. Jomi, are you looking forward to Ahsoka being one of the greatest Star Wars things you've ever seen? Ahsoka being one of the greatest Star Wars things I've ever seen. I don't, I wouldn't say that per se, but. Would you be looking forward to it? It could be. It could be really awesome. It could like really change the way we see Star Wars forever. So I'm watching. Do you, do Why you, isn't it your favorite? Well, I mean, still we got an episode left, right? And also like Empire exists. You know what I mean? Like, let's be for real. I'm such All an right? idiot. I was like, you watch Empire? <laughs> I was like, like, you're Terrence comparing Star Wars. Wars. You're comparing Star Wars <laughs> to Terrence Howard. I'm your father, hey, man. Listen, man. I'm your father, man. Listen, man. That's, like, that's a main from you is crazy, Steve, by the way. <laughs> but it's that's fine. That's funny. Damn. Man. So the Empire Strikes Back featuring Terrence Howard will be back, the greatest man. Star Wars thing you've ever seen. And keep an eye out for Loki coming up next week. Oh. Uh, it's that time already. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's going to be firing on all cylinders. Midnight Boys, Jessica Clemens, 
with their wonderful videos. Uh, the deep dives coming from House of R. Look forward to it all. And follow us on socials. We're putting all our money in this. Insta. We're Twitter. All, I think Facebook, everybody is doing TikTok. it. Yes. For Loki. We're putting our whole butts all into Loki. Just all whole ass in Loki. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, hey, yo. That's what he said. Hey, yo. Loki, he the Loki. didn't say whole ass. Our ass will be wearing the Loki horns the whole time. <laughs> all right, let's start the show. Wow. What a performance for me. Almost spit on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Today. We're talking about the latest spinoff from the from Amazon Prime Studios from the world of the boys. It's Gen V, Generation mm. Five, mm. coming at you real quick. No, it's Gen V. Uh, friendly neighborhood spoiler warning for the boys, seasons one through all of them, and Gen V episodes one through three. The great show that premiered this week. Uh, let's get into it. All right, Jess, hmm. Jomi, you're the world of the boys. A raunchy, shocking, adult-oriented world of superheroes becoming commodified into the major multinational corporation of Vought. And, you know, occasionally becoming heroes. But mainly for movies and branding and Instagram lives. What do you like so much about the boys? And why do we really like Gen V? What are our thoughts? What do we like about these first three episodes? I love these first three episodes. I, I'm obsessed with Gen V. I am thoroughly uh, obsessed with it. Also because the trailers, you kind of felt like you knew what was going on in the trailers and I broke down the trailer and I still was like, wait, I, I, this was not what the trailer was giving me. Um, I love The Boys as well though. I'm obsessed with the entirety of it. I think The Boys for me, what got me really obsessed with it was truly just the amount of violence uh, and being like, because we love super, we watch superhero movies. We watch superhero shows. And I mean, I love when you play it on a really grounded, grounded level of like, in reality though, how would real superheroes act? Right. And what I'm would like, the companies backing yeah, those superheroes yeah, be Yeah, we'd be like? doing it for too. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what makes, I love that part of like, damn, it's, it's business, business in the soup game. And I, I'm fully ingested, invested. <laughs> ingested, ingested and, and ingested invested. invested. Invested, invested. Now, I really enjoy, like, the first three seasons of The Boys. I think The Boys got me because of the, like, the found family type stuff. Always love when you've got, like, Butcher and Huey and um, and Mother's Milk and Frenchie. And, like, it's a whole bunch. Like, they've all got, like, beef. They all don't, like, like each other, but they love each other. You know what I mean? And so, like, that aspect was really great. And, like, yeah, the soups, you know, being complete dickheads. You know, in a world where we like idolize these guys, you know, like talk like fictionally, you know, like Batman and Iron Man and all those Superman were like, they could do no wrong, they're great. And in this world, like they're all like terrible, like the worst people you've ever met in your life. You know what I mean? And so it's just a lot of fun. And yeah, man, Gen V, I didn't know what to expect coming into it. I was like, all right, we're getting like diet the boys, man. I'm cool, lock me in, like we're gonna see it. And I Loved every single second that I got to saw, like I got to see in these first three episodes. It was awesome. I was intrigued by the world. I was the characters are all great, um, and like you know the little bits and pieces we get from the larger world of the boys, you know, just really makes this makes this show so so alive. And I yeah, I'm rocking with it through the first three, man. I'm really really enjoying it. I like that it's also like really, really subtle, the boy things. It's not, yeah. I thought they were going to literally like, I thought the timeline was going to be so important and that they were going to like, oh, 
here's all these people from the boys have to show up and have to do things. And there in will the be school. carryover a yeah. la Marvel everything. and everything else. Uh, would be like, remember yes. what happened on season four of the boys. Now yes. to continue with the aftermath of blah, blah, blah. May, oh my God. Yes. And I think I'm just so programmed because of DC and Marvel that I'm like, everything has to be so invested and connected. We need everything. Everybody has to be everywhere. And it was just like, no, here's like some movie posters from Bot right. International. Right. It's like they mentioned Homelander and there's a statue of him yeah. around. That's about it. Yeah. I've had like a weird complicated relationship with the boys because I've kind of rolled my eyes at almost every bit of marketing and like selling of the boys because to me, I, it, it just struck me as in the in its early days as like an edgelordy just type of superheroes, but for real, Superman's bad and all that stuff. And every single time the show has surprised me with the amount of humanity and amount of like biting satire that comes at not only the pop culture moment that we're in right now of superheroes and Marvel and all of these continuous storytelling, but the idea that that cynicism also turns it it's itself into worse human beings that a, a, like a culture around heroism, a culture around people that will sell their name, image and likeness for the sake of uh, a idea about themselves that isn't even true. That's really what surprised me about the boys. And it's right here in Gen V from the start. And we can get into the sort of specifics as to how well it does it. But I think overall, like it has the exact same heart in the exact same right place that the boys has, but geared towards teen drama, you know, fitting in, working out in school, and an, an incredibly good mystery. I, I'm thoroughly impressed by this. It's it, it's actually incredible. I want to talk about the cast real quick. So Jessica, you've remembered like three people. <laughs> you've mentioned like two people were here on Sabrina and then a couple of other people on other things. Uh, Jomi and I don't know who any of these kids are. All yeah. of them are great, but we've kind of looked at this with a pretty blank slate because n pretty much the only person that we know in the show is Clancy Brown. And that's a kind of a deep you pull. old bitch. <laughs> you old bitch. I'd, but, but, it's, it, but that's the thing. Like the most famous person in your cast being Clancy Brown, like a all due respect and love to Clancy Brown, a, a known character actor that you don't really know where you've seen him in, but yeah, you know, but you've SpongeBob. seen him. You've seen him. Yeah. <laughs> He's around. Like SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Like the most, yeah. you know, probably the most popular uh, cartoon character of all time. Exactly. Like, I don't know where I've seen Clancy Brown before. But you've seen Clancy Brown. But again, like, what do you think about these young kids? Because they've got to carry a lot dramatically, uh, physically, and... We've got to be intrigued for the, these first three episodes. How do you think this young cast did? I think the young cast is amazing. Uh, and it, I, it's interesting because I think they took this away from The Boys, where it, it's the, I remember the, like the first couple episodes of the first season of The Boys where it was just like pure violence. It was like, oh, we're going right. to blow this man for, up. Yes. We're going to run through this woman. We're going to go to this orgasm place where, orgasm place, orgy place where all these people are doing a lot mm -hmm, of things. Mm -hmm. And we're not really focused on anyone else, but like five characters and they're always screaming. They're only screaming. They're always yelling at each other. They're not really like actually talking grounded. And then we have this show where it's like, 
the first thing we see is this young girl and her family and just being a young girl. And I'm like, oh. And then quickly and not being a young girl. Yeah. And then, but it, like that, even that transition is like, transition is like subtle to like, she's an orphan at the Red River Institute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's how her day-to-day is. Here's how she communicates with people. She doesn't really know anything in the environment because she's in an orphanage that people don't care about these kids because most of these kids killed their families. And I think those actors in Gen V have shown themselves to be like, oh, we're like just, calm kids talking and we're we're blowing this out and I need that because in the boys it's always so mm-hmm. everything's up to 12 and it's underrated it's very underrated the world building in the boys because mm-hmm. even to even that the cynicism of knowing that there's an orphanage mostly geared towards kids yes. who have killed their parents be- with their superpowers on accident Ugh. like to know that that's so commonplace that that's that there's a need, there's like a consumer-based yeah. need for kids who killed their parents' orphanage rather than normal orphanage. <laughs> this is a normal one. Well, those kids get adopted. That was the part about the the boys where I'm like, they have a lot of room to do a lot of spinoffs because there's we're focused on the stars. We're not focused on the kids that literally killed their families and mm-hmm. now have to go to the Red River Institute. And by the time they're 18, if they're not adopted, they go to an even worse place. Right. So we're just like, Wait, what does this mean? What is this world? What is this? And it's like, yeah, this place exists for other kids. I don't know. The Gen V gets to explore a lot of things that the boys doesn't get to because they're like kids in it. Mm-hmm. And also their parents basically force them to do this. And and that's the, and that's an interesting thing because the boys always has its eye on the bigger ball, mm-hmm. like the global impact of what Homelander and Vought and like these mega corporations that are propping up the idea of superheroes as as a staff record label is doing to the rest of the world. When we zero in on a couple of kids figuring out college life and wanting to be the next Homelander, wanting to be a hero to just their sister that they're trying to find out in the world that's been adopted by some other family, or or so they think. It's a very interesting and intimate story that I didn't know that the boys' universe was capable of. And I think that's very, very impressive. Jomi, what did you think about the type of acting that we saw from these kids and the sort of like smaller scale stories that were being told in this school? Yeah, well, you mentioned it. I don't know these people. I've never seen them before in my life. (laughs) You Uh, didn't watch Sabrina? I don't associate with any of these kids. I didn't watch Sabrina. Oh, my God. I I remember Sabrina when she had a cat. Back in the 90s when when it was a talking puppet? This one also has a cat. Oh, really? A very cute cat. Does it does it but is he like a a, a sassy yeah, jazz right. crooner that like like a in the original sassy jazz crooner? <laughs> like no. he was in the in the no, first one he was singing and cat. stuff in the this okay is a normal cat. This no. isn't the WB frog. He didn't he didn't talk. The WB the frog. Did, the cat didn't talk in the new Sabrina? No, he's like a demon demon. Oh no, I need my cats to talk. No, mm. I want a real cat. I got you. A cat that's a demon. I need him to be a little sassy. A Steve's little sassy? Right. Yeah. A little sassy. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so I have no idea who these characters were. And so I think it, it helped me because I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, this is a guy with metal powers. And this is a girl who can bloodbend. And this is somebody who can shrink. You know what I mean? Like, bloodbend. Actually, well, I knew the character who shrinks. She was in an American Pie uh, movie on Netflix. Which, it, which you is, watched the American Pie movie on Netflix. It was Netflix. really terrible. It's really bad. Wait, wait, uh, that was, and that's a wild choice for you, Jomi. I need was, to know exact circumstances so as to was, how you watched yeah, that why, American wait. Pie have, spinoff. Which have, is, by the way, like the ninth American Pie spinoff have, that's went straight to DVD. What is it? I have a, just a few words for you. It was the pandemic. That's all you got to say, man. We was bored at the crib. You know what I'm saying? You go through all your... 
Like I'm like looking for rom coms to watch. I'm like, man, rom rom coms. It's rom coms. It's well, like it's got like you know what I'm saying. Like, it was like long, okay. Oh boy. Rom coms. You got 30 seconds, Jomi. Give me the elevator pitch to this American Pie so, movie that you saw. So here's the thing, right? I'm looking at it. Lizzie like, Broadway, by the way, is the one that we're talking exactly, about. Exactly, yes. right? Uh, who plays Emma? Um, uh, was it Cricket, Little Cricket? Yes. And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay. So I, like the premise is basically these four girls want to take this one dude to prom, right? The same dude to prom. And I was like, okay, cool. How bad could it be? And it wasn't <laughs> great. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I love a good high school romance, like a little high school teen thing. Teen romp. Yeah, Yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, I do want to talk about Jazz Sinclair, our main character. Marie. I love her. Um, Her character, tough start. Tough start to the show. Oh, honey. Um, And I I think this is kind of why I want to, I don't know if I want to bump on the show for how it portrays a lot of stuff. Um, Because there's a lot of on-the-nose metaphors with a lot of things that kids go through. And it gets to the heart of like a lot of uh, possibly like tough subject matter that kids grow up with in their adolescence. The main, our main character's powers manifest in her manipulating blood that has to be cut out of her or someone. So that takes the form of her cutting herself very often to become very strong and deadly. And then her seemingly best friend in school has shrinking powers that are triggered by her purging and making herself throw up. I'm going to go out and say right now that if you are particularly sensitive to self-harm and uh, the effects of eating disorders, that you probably shouldn't watch this show. No, 100%. Because there's a lot of it. And I don't know, like, I don't, I've not been suffered or personally affected by either of those things but I am worried at the idea of those being either portrayed for just simply shock value or laughs but does it like did it ever occur to you that like okay maybe they might be playing with fire a little bit too much with the things that kids can deal with I think that's part of like the show like kind of like the message of the show is maybe trying to get across you know I think at the end of the day with with the, with their specific powers, you know, you talk, you, th- you think about Emma and how she was like just talking to somebody she thought she could trust, right? And then it ended up being like she tried to co-opt it for her own thing. Yeah, it's just something that like the whole thing just seems like really unfortunate, you know. And mm-hmm. so for them to like, hey, they have that conversation in the room where it's like, you you have to throw up. Oh, you have to cut yourself, and it's like oh, shit, we both have to, like, do terrible things to access our powers. Like, ultimately, is it worth it? And I I think in the first three episodes, they don't, like, totally, like, figure it out. I don't think they, like, solve it at all. Because in the third episode, she has a conversation with the mom, you know, and it's, and it's like, she taught me how to do this, you know? Yeah. Like this, and, you and, know? That's, and that's where I think that, the like, the metaphor and, like, the storytelling is actually quite smart because... Yeah. My mom teaching me to do this, like the like the complexities of like trauma that comes from your family mm-hmm. and like things that are imprinted on you, both as a parent and as a child. It's like it's a lot. It's a lot to go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And I think my point is just like we still have a lot of like five episodes left in the season. Sure, sure. To deal with all this, like this is just the start. This is just the beginning mm-hmm. of that conversation, and hopefully at the end we reach like you know a nice happy little 
thing about it. Maybe not, but you know, and, and I, this, think, and it's, this I think it's ongoing. That conversation is so ongoing. Exactly. And this isn't even me writing off the show. I think that it's it's dealing with something that can be pretty heavy, yeah. along with, you know, an intriguing mystery and a lot of like, you know, adult humor and, you know, penis jokes and stuff like that. And again, I don't want to be reductive in the fact that the show can't be both and it can't handle both. But I'm curious as to how we think that that balance is going to be achieved possibly in later episodes. Well, I think that's what I like. Uh, what I like right now about it is there is nothing funny about it. No, no one's it's laughing. Not, none of it's played not, for laughs. None, audience, none, of, none of, of it's played for laughs. Yeah. The audience isn't laughing. No one in the show is laughing. People are upset about it. Yeah. Um, and that conversation, it is a metaphor, but I also think like these people are getting into Gen uh, V because, or Godokan University because they also have major followings online. Yes. They're big yeah. stars. So even if her mom like, taught her how to do it. Her mom is still kind of that momager that mm -hmm. is like, you need to, this is how you're famous. This is mm -hmm. how you got into the school. Like, you can't stop doing this because of like, it's like, not only is it affecting her body for what right. she's doing, it's like, this is your superpower and this is the only reason you got into this school. And the mom is really manipulating her off of that. And I think there's going to be in the future, whether it's the next episodes or the next season, we see characters that have powers and abilities that have to obtain it in horrible ways. Because we right. did see the guy in The Boys who has to literally cut off his limbs, and he was like, this isn't a superpower. I have to use this to get money with weirdos that want to watch me cut off my limbs. Uh, I'm not comparing that to literally uh, purging, but it's like, I think they're just showing that not every ability is something that is right. a gift. And when, you, and when you mix that with the, and, and like I want to say this in like a good and a bad way, the heartlessness of kids growing up in both a college environment and like an adolescent pervasively online siphoning this into a career type of attitude like it made me think about like oh my god like should kids not be on tiktok like are we on we're all online too much like it's the it's the idea that like you're looking through all of those things and i'm great and i'm grateful for it because this is also paired with the show that's about superheroes. Well, people definitely do need to log off. That's like for sure, one hundred percent. But I think what's interesting, not you, Jomi. Keep keep on those tweets. <laughs> Damn. Jesus Damn. Christ! I'm, Damn, baby. I'm the first person. <laughs> okay, Damn, baby. Online. Um, no, but I think what's interesting about like all this stuff is this is the first generation of kids who know that oh, we didn't get born with superpowers. Our parents injected us with V when we were kids, and like the reason we're the way we are is because their choices, right? And so having to reconcile that, like, oh, cool, like you injected me with V and now I have to throw up every time I want to use my powers is something that I think is pretty, like, it's pretty heavy. You know yeah. what I mean? And so we see it with a lot of these kids, like their relationships with their their folks, with yeah. people who, you know, raised them, people who brought them up. Like they have a very complicated relationship because it's like, you did this to me and now I have to live up to your expectations. Mm -hmm. And I have to do crazy things because of your decisions. And like I said, like it's not solved in the first two episodes. It's just something no, that's course. very touched upon. And it's, and and it's that like, existential question that like we we're even seeing in the real world where like Gen Z is kind of coming to the sense of like, okay, well, just I didn't ask to be born. I didn't like I didn't want like this. just be like you had me for selfish reasons. You did born, this gotta, because of I you. Pay bills now. Yeah, I yeah, pay yeah. Mortgage. I got I got to pay taxes because my parents wanted to have a kid. Yeah. Now, <laughs> like and that's the again that's the best part about Gen V is they get to explore those things because Homelander's like yeah I'm Homelander. Maeve even is like yeah I'm in the seven. We're only talking to people that have become celebrities either the little that little boy that was the doctor <laughs> that on TV 
the memorizer or oh, right. what, yeah. whatever his oh. name was. Uh like where like those people are all adults now. They're like, well, shit, that sucks. The only person that looked like it really affected was Black Noir because he didn't want it. But like we're with these kids that are now like, okay. And then also we're in a time where like, okay, people are mentally ill. A lot of kids are mentally unwell. How is that gonna affect them and their powers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is going exactly. to happen with that? Well, you like, remember in the first episode she gets there, she's like, Man, the window doesn't open. And they're like, oh, because, you know, uh, you know, for the reason, you know, people flying out, escaping. Yeah. It's like, no, they did it. So you can't jump out and hurt yourself or something. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, it's very, like, kind of like prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very, very scary to think about, you mm-hmm. know, all the implications of, like, that world and, like, all the bad stuff that happens that, like, we yeah. know coming from the boys, but that Marie doesn't know. Yeah, right? Marie doesn't she know. She has and, no idea. And get know? and getting into even the first major conflict of that first episode, Golden Boy just go, go, goes away because he doesn't want to deal with the consequences of the woods. Man. Yeah. And I, I thought he was there for long haul, man. I I think I, that's crazy. I, I was certain he was, was going to be sticking around. I thought he okay. I'm so I should have put money on it. I should have put money on it. I was like, I was like, I for some reason I'm not seeing a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger's kid in this. And like all the trailers, I was like, I'm seeing him in the same parts in the same clothes. And I was like, this is weird. And I was like, does he run away? Is he just going to be like Homelander and just disappear with a child? Okay, well you're and, doing trailer math at that point. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I want. It's. I think all of, us, trailer, yeah. all of us watch right. a single trailer now because of what Marvel has done I mean, to listen. us. And we're like, oh, this is weird. Uh, but I genuinely was like, I was like, he's not in any of the promo videos. Like mm-hmm. when they were doing TikToks, it was like the rest of them were together and blood, he was gone. <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't locked in on all that stuff. So I'm watching it. I and I mean, first of all, rest in peace, Brink. I was like, dang. They got, they got nah, Mr. Krabs. He had to go for something. Got him out of here. I, I believe Luke. I believe Luke. I don't I mean, I'm not saying I don't I believe him, but in like terms of like the character, I was like, dang, I thought, you know, he'd be like out there teaching classes, doing speeches, and get to hear that sultry voice for, you know, a couple of my, my brain was like, man, they really couldn't even afford Clancy Brown for that long. That's also very true. Jesus Christ. They and put Clancy, a lot of money in this. Clancy the, Brown has shut it down. Yeah. It is Jeff Bezos, Amazon money. They can have they afford it Bosch. Sure Okay, they I'm put sure too Clancy much in that Lord of the Rings show. Clancy Brown's at, per episode ask can't be that hard. You know, what it I mean? can't be that difficult. You think? Def- no, no. You I'm think? not calling him cheap. I'm just saying. No, no, I think I think he asks for a lot. He's Clancy Brown. He's SpongeBob. He can do whatever he wants. I just, I, again, like, right, <laughs> I keep saying SpongeBob. I'm sorry, that's on me. I keep going. He's, he's SpongeBob. No, nah, but like he gets fried, and I'm like, damn. And then, you know, we have this scene with uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. I don't even know these characters' names. I'm just like, I always Arnold. call him Schwarzenegger. It's tough when they don't son. have superhero names and you just need to remember right? them as like Marie. Malou, and Malou. Marie uh, and, um, and Jordan Lee. And they have that mm-hmm. scene where they fight. And I'm like, how is he going to get out of this? Like, everybody's seeing you, bro. You can't be the golden you're boy. You're naked you're in a hallway on fire, my dude. Right? Like, if you're out here like, how doing this. How getting out of this one? Hey, how are you getting out of this one? <laughs> he said, I'm going <laughs> to... You know, go. I'm gonna hug my best friend, tell him like a little secret, mm-hmm. and then blow myself up. I was like, "Oh, the boys always leave you on that cliffhanger." Man, they're so if good the at boy, those look, end episodes, those last thirty seconds. They're of every always episode. covered in blood. It's always gonna. It's always gonna and have go, like some Shit. needle drop, and then like, oh, oh. And then the, it plays a hip song. Right. If the boys gonna do one thing, it's gonna blow a human being up. Yeah. And show at least two penises. Man, the penis quota <laughs> hit again. They pen- always. They always gotta put a penis in it. The oh, penis quota. <laughs> Always. So, so man, I, 
I will now. Now here, I'm now, not complaining. Like I'm, it's not a problem. But that scene when she, she's tiny. Oh my god, we can't uh, too much. Did way too much. Way too much. Now, way too now, much. Now, way too okay, much. five minute ISO about all the crazy shit that happened in these first three episodes because <laughs> boy, that was way too much. But the punching to Arnold Schwarzenegger was kind of funny by Jordan when they're oh, fighting in the hallway oh, yeah. naked and she gets down and punches them in the dick. In the balls, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's kind of funny. That is funny. That but was when funny. she's just when she's tiny and just like. Hugging the, I'm like, My, no, I no, felt, I was man. like, not, I also immediately was like, oh man, not like, Emma, I love Emma. Like, don't make the, like, don't make her have to be the one that has to literally I, hug a penis. Listen, that's the, and that was in the pilot. She saw the script. She had to see the sides. Said, we're like, you well, it is the boys. It is the boys. Comfortable with, that, ha- that couldn't, it, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the boys. There's always going to, somebody's dick going to come out. You know what I mean? Or explode. Or explode. Yeah, it's going to be bloody. Going. It's going to... You're right. <laughs> or go into... Or just be on fire. Yeah, or just be on fire. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm like... Like, you know, if you, I think... I, I, I figure which part we talked about it. I don't know if it even made the podcast, but, like, I'm supposed to watch this with, like, folks around, man. Like... Oh, you don't. You, don't, you can't. You like, literally you, avoided no. watching this at home and watched it elsewhere. Yeah, I just literally, so parents wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't like, be in the room to see this. You can't, you can't like put it on a unless you like live alone. You know, you can't like. How do you explain to like your significant other, somebody you live with, you got that on the TV, and you're just gonna be like, "What?" It's hey, not a thing that you walk you in and see. Also, it's like even with. I'm so sorry to say, and I love, I love you. I know that you guys are listening, Gen V and the boys. I love you guys, but like <laughs> I. Even with friends that do watch the show, I'm like, I don't know. We can watch it. <laughs> it's like, I can't look like, at you and then look at this. <laughs> I'm going to watch it myself and then we can come talk about it. Yeah. We can come you know talk what? About this it. is the biggest, this is the big symptom of the country. You know what I'm saying? And how America's used. Now think about it. Because the violence were like, hey, you can blow people oh, up. Oh, that's true. Mm. That's true. As soon true. as you see one penis, we're like, hey. Don't be prudish now. Hey. Hey. We have to open our minds. Let's switch this up. Let's watch wow. it together. <laughs> Joe made dinner episode. on 2024. Yeah. First episode, watch it together. Then we'll go back to the first episode of the third season. And we'll all hold hands. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 Well, here's the thing about the the. At least the the Gen V gave us like, you know, 35, 40 minutes before it went off the rails. That's true. Right. That's season true. three was like season three pilot. Here's pilot. We gonna hear jump in off yes. the like, in there. Not even hero gasm all episode. You know what I mean? The first pilot of the third the third the third season first pilot was less than herogasm for me. Like, herogasm was a lot. Going in is too much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much. For anyone that hasn't seen the boys... I'm not gonna explain it. I'm not gonna spoil it for y'all. I'm not gonna spoil it for the people. We said spoilers. No, no, here's the great thing. We're we're allowed to say whatever we want. We're allowed on this podcast to describe and talk about anything that we want. We choose to not in front of our coworkers and friends. (laughs) Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Because if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. And if you don't, Live in that bu- get it? Live in get that- it? Yes. <laughs> and the girls that don't, I live in your blissful ignorance as long as you I can. I wish it was me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not like a, it's not a brute thing, but it's definitely like, yeah, I can't like, all right, man, let's put this up on the TV, the big 60, 70 inch television. Yeah, yeah, no, With the big. 4K the HD. QLED. Yeah, and no. you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I mean? You can't like, you gotta like, be selective. You gotta like, all right, well, is everybody asleep? Uh, cool. <laughs> and you put your phone out, put your headphones in, 
and you just gotta like watch no, it on the worse. couch. No, that's worse. What if someone sneaks up behind you? Nah, that, man. At that point, you lost. Then you, yeah, then, you're, point, then you're, you're, you gotta, you gotta look at your life. If then, somebody's yeah. sneaking up on you in your place true. of residence, but then residence. all you see is just a, like a girl gr- holding a dick. At that on one, it's porn consumption. If you have oh, to go and put the phone yeah. and headphones like that, bro, you at that point you're watching porn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Too far. Yeah, it's like so. Then it's a you problem. Now you hiding it. You know what I'm saying? Now you hide it. What so do you now have to you, hide now? So what you you know exactly what the problem so is. So you're you're setting yourself up for disaster. Exactly. Is what you're doing. Exactly. 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 That well, point, yeah. At that point, you might as well just own it. You know I'm saying, get the biggest TV you have. You know, four right. uh, 4K. You know, Blast LED. That sound. You no know, black. Put shit. Put the fucking Sonos surround sound on that thing. And let it rock. You know what I mean, at that point, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Shit, they gonna be dicks on screen. Listen, it is what it is. Dicks the on screen. Dicks on screen. So boys. Sometimes less than Lotus. White Lotus. So we're good. A little bit. Lobe, Man, I love bit. White Lotus, though. Oh, Man. Same here. Oh, my God. This episode is brought to you by Brooks. Calling all running nerds, Brooks has just dropped the Go 16, a sweet name for an even sweeter shoe. If you're looking for comfort for that morning jog or when you're hopping on that treadmill, look no further than the Go 16, which has a nitrogen-infused cushioning. That means it's nice, soft, and lightweight. So you got the comfort, but you don't sacrifice the speed. Turn those everyday miles into everyday endorphins and the better-than-ever Brooks Go 16. Click or tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Of all the crazy things that were said in these first three episodes, Jomi, you picked out a couple of crazy little Easter eggs nah, here. Nah, man. This is insane. And so, and this, I don't know if this is like my big thing, but this is something I, I thought about heavily while watching this show, right? This show is so good. And I think The Boys is so good that we forget that it is in self what it is, is parroting, Right? Like they do the whole like oh Vot Plus and then mm. then you're like well I'm watching this on Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime. <laughs> right you know and I think like they they had a lining here which is like not even a a, a sub or like a you know stray little, like a stray this is a direct pinpoint accurate Navy Seal train shot. So in episode one, 
remember they go to um, Emma and Mo- Marie. She goes to the performing arts track. She's like, yo, you got to talk to people. You know, come on, Marie. Like, it's, it's cool. Don't worry about it. And they, they meet uh, the girl who eventually uh, outs uh, Emma's, Emma's thing. And she's apparently an actress. And she's like, yeah, I was doing this thing. And here's, the, I have the line word for word. I'm doing this limited series on Vought Plus. It's an elevated superhero thing. Really a meditation on grief told through 70 years of sitcoms. What does that sound like to y'all? <laughs> that sounds like a little show called WandaVision. Oh, I was going to say WandaVision? That's exactly That's what exactly it is. That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. exactly what it is. And I'm like, you're not slick, pal. I right? get it. I, I'm here. I, I see the vision. And I don't know why they like that was like the specific shot. But it really got me thinking. I'm like, yo, this is a spinoff of a show called, this is a spinoff of The Boys. You know what I mean? And we spend so much time in this universe going like, oh, the commodification, the exploitation of all these things of like, you know, the superheroes and, you know, like they got the interviews and the interviews are all written or, or scripted. Right, right, right. And all the stuff is fake and all the stuff is just for money and commodity. And I'm like... It's just tough coming from the company that's owned by Jeff Bezos. That's all I'm gonna say. It's tough, you know but it's saying? also it's great because if you can, because if you can get away with it, of course get away. And with that's it what I'm saying. Jeff Bezos' right? internet. The show is so well done and like as like made like it doesn't do too much on that front to where when you're watching it, it's kind of like you like you feel like you're watching like hypocrisy at work. You know what I'm saying? It picks its spots where it's gonna like be like really heavy handed on this stuff and you don't if you're not paying attention like you don't really notice it right i ran i ran that thing back like eight times but like am i am i am i hearing correctly you know like y'all making fun of wandavision brother if you could make a thousand boy spinoffs you'd make a thousand Dude, boy spinoffs it's the writer being like that fucking show did so well <laughs> motherfuckers. I, got, I mean matt Shack- my first treatment got passed on and i'm gonna be so mad maybe it's a shout out to matt shackman because i know he uh directed an episode in season one so maybe it's just like a little like shout out to the boy. Yeah. But I'm thinking like, y'all, man, if y'all, if y'all could be Disney, if y'all could be Marvel, you exactly what you'd be doing. You know what I mean? It's funny because I think they're, which is they could they could be splicing it between Amazon and Disney, making fun of Amazon Studios and Disney. But I think they're like using the mold of what Disney has a chokehold of and making fun of that more so because the, even the VOD International Plus, when you look at the actual movies that are out there, there's like over 80 movies that Vought International Plus has uh, dropped. Not real at all. None of them mm-hmm. are real. Yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. made up. But those are all the posters that are showing up in these kids' rooms. And then they're also like, oh, here's the animated series. Here's all the, like, the food restaurants we're making off of it. Also, you can watch our news on YouTube. And I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, the capitalism in this is grotesque. And this is all a fake world. This is not real. Mm-hmm. Why are they going this far to do anything? And it's like, well, Disney's done it. <laughs> I know, and, and that, and the the greatness of that satire is really where I, I like. I, I don't want to call the show inherently brave for it, but like, I'm. Uh, it's more of the fact that like I, I'd scared. I'm. It's it's brave for the fact <laughs> that they're doing it on Amazon Prime. Yes, That's exactly. Because I'm like anywhere else, I'm like you could have free reign, but the fact that like they're letting you do all this stuff, I'm like, okay. I bet. I bet. Show's printing money. I bet. Yeah. So if the Kripke, check's clear, then they no. don't care. Exactly. Once you make like a bunch of money, they're like, oh, we can just keep. Like, we can keep doing this. We can just keep making fun of ourselves. Or not ourselves, but, like, of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Eric Kripke is probably, like, 
he does like he's probably like no let's let's do more we're 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 on Amazon we're gonna oh, make mean, fun of it Krupy's eating fun we're gonna, he's we're gonna make fun. fun of this we're gonna get Seth Rogen out of this we're gonna get uh, Evan <laughs> whatever his name on it Evan and we're Goldberg, gonna just, yeah, yeah and we're just gonna make fun of this this platform that we're on I think the commodification in this world is something that I mean not inherently scary because I'm sure that happens at some you know at some points but remember in episode two after the whole Luke thing the Golden Boy incident. And they're on the phone. And we see it a lot in the boys, but it's basically like, yeah, well, we can't involve Jordan because they're not good in Tallahassee and, oh, yeah. you know, Georgia. So right. we got to go with um, we got to go with Marie and Andre. Yeah, Andre and Marie. Yeah, Andre. And they're like, yeah, man, um, we'll go with them because they'll be great for the NAACP. I'm like, damn, that probably happens all the time. That's in the the bot has you know? Ashley has become the worst human being. My, I, I, f- I hate Ashley. But it's, but it's so good, though. Oh it's my so gosh. good. And that's what makes her a good character is how much we're pissed about how Duh, she, that I'm trajectory. You, I hate I, Ashley. I need her passed expeditiously. Ashley acting I've like seen she, enough. Acting, Ashley acting like, when she was in that phone call, I went, where, where did this come from? I said, where did this come yeah, from? Yeah. What, what happened to the second season, the first season? That's supporting actress season, over here. I was like, you're acting crazy. You're acting real brave all of a sudden. Now the Homelander's not in the goddamn room. Well, she got that wig on. She lost all her hair with stress. Right? So Sorry, she got I that forgot, wig on. I forgot she did. I forgot she straight up did. You think and then how Homelander rich she was, she can get good wigs, but man. She, she She's having a hard time. Well, no, we shouldn't. We should not like her. We should not we like should. her. I don't. Man, I don't. Oh, boy. But, and you know, you know in the next season of The Boys. They're, she's gonna do something that's gonna make us sad for her. Who me? Who me? Nah, man. I, nah, I lost that. I, I don't know. Time, I'm still. I don't know. I don't know. I but mean, I was what like, a great character assassination moment if she gets killed in Gen V and not the boys. And oh my god, <laughs> I'd be mad for her agent. I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm. I'm <laughs> this world. And speaking of Ashley, this is the world I love of Gen V. Of like, it doesn't matter. Also. <sighs> what happens in Gen V. Like, it does not matter what these kids do. Like, it does not matter what uh, happened to Brink. It does not matter well, and because it's overseen by Vought International. Yeah. And that's the, so, so as long as Vought is still thriving, it, the, it's all going to get swept. And then, yeah, it's going to be swept under the rug. Really cool. And that's when we're fully through the looking glass here because let's say come the end of this first season, if this isn't even, like, this doesn't need to reflect directly on, you know, the next season of The Boys or anything in the boys universe or anything like that. But if it does, are we kind of through the looking glass here of like, okay, are we going to, are we just trying to make an interconnected world of the boys? And is that kind of too much for this show to handle? Or is that just, you know, breaking new ground <laughs> at this point? Wait, explain more, explain more. It, it, like, is the fact that like Gen V's consequences mm-hmm. needing or not yeah. needing to be directly influenced by the boys or from the boys? Does that get a little too meta with what the series of the boys is trying to do? Or do you think that these can stand to be a bit more isolated? I think I, I think both. I think a little bit of both. But I think what's going to happen with the boys is that it's going to be, in which they've been doing so well in these three episodes, is just making it so little. Like, what we have in the boys right now is that woman going to power becoming the vice president. Right. right? So whatever she probably does, if she becomes direct president, will affect a lot of people. And maybe 3% will like indirectly affect Godokan University. So yeah. that's why I'm like, I don't, it's not direct, it's not too tangential that it's like, it can't be cut, but it, it, it can be severed. It can be severed and it can be fine. Sure. And I, I by the way, I keep, I keep wanting to call the school Hadouken University. Yeah, Hadouken! <laughs> Hadouken! Hadouken! Nah, I think, yeah, this can obviously, you know, live in its own universe. Uh, I don't think 
Stewie needs to be like, man, we gotta go to the dog. Yeah, yeah. We don't. I don't need to see Jack Quaid. That would be fun, though. It would, but like, I don't. They don't need to do that. You know what they could do? You know what they could do? They could end the show with being like, oh. They're because of or not, like I don't know if they end the show end the show this way, but they could just make another school. They could be like Adokin University. Is oh my like, god, yeah, is an insane school. There's only one school for soups to go to. Why can't they go to the the Lamplighter State College? Yeah. <laughs> and is that like a Hogwarts spoof? Is that what <laughs> yes. that is? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Everybody's in robes and they're just like carrying. I, and you wands know around. damn well that's the first school I applied. Uh, what is it when you go apply to school and you're like, this is the only school I'm early going decision. to? Oh yeah, yeah this is your early decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's the one I'm going. To. Yeah, I'm definitely. I've got not. one decision. That's it. Bama rush. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what, man. I see a dude explode in the sky. I'm transferring out. I'm transferring out. I'm only out of there. That's, I was uh, also like. That's where I want to be. Did you see uh the kids that have different powers and there's this one girl in the background that has the rat tail? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh, and I then would, she would. Ugh. I would leave that school. I'd be like, "There's no use for me here." Like, <laughs> <laughs> what am I? What am I looking to do? What am I gonna do? Well, uh, here's the, you don't know what Ninja the, you don't know what she could do. <laughs> you don't know what the rest Jesus of those powers Christ. are. She could just have the well, rat she tail. She runs really fast. She could run really fast. She could like you know survive a nuclear apocalypse or something because a, a rat. I don't That's know. True. Well, sure. This is oh, like cockroach powers. This, but yeah, this is like like <laughs> different literally <rodent. laughs> like like sky high grown up. You know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah, baby. And you know, instead of turning into gerbils or you know, um, like just being able to like be go in the dark, you, know, you have rat tails and you can light on fire. Dude's basically Johnny Storm, by the way. I think like yeah, he is. Yeah. What was really funny in the first episode is they literally like they take the character description, lovable asshole, and they put that in the script. And they let us know that that guy is a lovable asshole because he told us that he's a lovable asshole. <laughs> yes. he's a lovable asshole. I you was know. getting um, in the simplest, simplest, like, please do not take this to heart, uh, Magneto from Andre, where it was not meanness, but I was like, uh, his powers, he can just like manipulate things, like, things right? It, well, is it only uh, uh, is metal? It specific? Well, no, because wasn't it like glass? No, it was metal. It was metal. It was metal? It was metal because with the bird that he did. It was a coin, the, yeah. You, oh, it was a coin? coin. Oh, I yeah. thought coin. it was ice for some reason. because he was like heads or tails. Oh, yep, 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 yep. And yep, then yep. he turned into a bird and then somebody bounced into him and then he, uh, you know, stabbed some lady in the neck. Could you and, imagine? Well, you can't. No, you can't imagine. imagine. But being like, I don't need to now. girl, you like this? And then be like, oh! <laughs> it was, and he was playing crazy ah. game. I was like, Andre, I'm not familiar with your game. I yeah. apologize. And he was doing his thing. And at then, the like, best, come home with me. At worst, dance with me. Oh. I said, I'm interested. And then went slice, and I went, I'm outie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm outie. I'm you know, getting out. No, this isn't funny. But Turns out that wasn't the worst not, thing. Dancing was not the worst thing. The worst thing he could say is stabbing you in the neck with a bird. With Oof. a bird, right? It's not funny, but she... So they have that scene goes down. Uh, Marie saves the girl um, from like bleeding out. It's all great. She goes on Instagram. It's all popular, right? We go to, to go back to school and she had me with Brink, right? And as soon as she got that, or as soon as the invisible RA came, she got the note. It was like, oh, she's getting kicked out. Like, there's I, there's no way this yeah. scene doesn't end with her getting kicked out. You said that? I said it. Because I did it. I, I genuinely was on Emma's side. I was like, oh, hell yeah, they saw her. And my thing was, so she went out with the popular kids, right? In my head, I'm like, somebody's got to take the bat for it. It's kind of like the yeah. wire. Mm-hmm. Like oh, somebody yeah. got to go down. Well, who did it for A Train? When A Train ran through that woman, uh, that's how I was going through it. I was like, "Oh, they just clean it oh, up. Just, they well, just sweep yeah, it under the rug." That's the seven. That like that's they, true. That's true. When you got like everybody on IG, everybody on IG caught you lacking. 
You know yeah. what I mean? And so and he's like, you did a great job. You know, hey, it's all about sacrifice. I was like, oh, she's uh, cooked. Yeah. But yeah, no, she your star quarterback so. gets caught at a party with yeah. some things that he's he shouldn't be having. But he's also with his buddies that Somebody don't go. Take that don't, somebody's yeah. got to take. And the heat. Mr. Krabs, that knife, Mr. Krabs that is knife, and being like, "Well, you're just an orphan, so I don't really yeah, like, care." No, like nobody. Also, it wasn't. It wasn't. I think it wasn't Brink, but I think it was um, Polarity, um, uh, Andre's dad, where he was like. Yeah, also blood powers. Psh, yeah, that'll play. I'm sure she's got like hepatitis or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That's not he, sanitary. That, 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 first of all, that dude, man, he is OD, wild. He man. is wow. He is really trying to like live through his son, bro. Like, it's, he was going crazy. That, that, that's the only character I was like, yeah, we, we get it. <laughs> like, he's really <laughs> trying to live through his son. He's like, I need you to get your shit together. Because they won't look at me the same if you don't. When he's trying to call his son to get to that press conference oh. or to get, to get to that interview, and he's like, "Pick up the phone." It's like, "Wow!" I also, it like triggered dad. me back to my mom, and I went, "Oh God!" I was like, "Someone answer the phone." But I do love some stupid guards. I really do. Oh, yeah. I love some stupid goons that'll just like try to take the laptop and clearly not see a person underneath the desk. Yep. Also, the laptop is like definitely closing. Definitely yeah, closing definitely by closing. himself. It's definitely like, going. Like, you don't need to close it. If you guys had to go to Godog University, what power would you want? I wouldn't. Rat oh, tail? No. Rat tail? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I do? Probably some, like, metabolism. I want, like, a, I want a steady digestive mm. system. That's, what? I kind of feel like what? you should talk to your doctor about that. No, d- trust me. We're, we're on, kind of we're on Celsius number two today. We're, like, your, I'm doing this to myself. Dog, imagine that's your superpower. It's like, your guts just work fine. Yeah. Like yeah, my not only that, are... not only that, I can ingest anything. You can, I can just ingest eat, a like, bomb lactate, and it'll explode right? inside of me, and I'll be fine. Just eat oh, something that like wow. medicine, right? It's kind of <laughs> a lame ass power. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, and like yeah. having just a rat tail isn't well, like. Just, just, I was joking. Well, she had one in the. Sh- she didn't ask for it. <laughs> no, we're, I wouldn't we have said asked if we could have one. If I wanted to have one, yes. So I'm applying got, this to real life. We got the Justice League. We got Superman, Man of Steel. We've got Wonder Woman. Yeah, you know we've got the freaking Green Lantern. And we got. Do you know how? Do you know Mr. how many episodes Mr. of Hot Intensions. Ones I could go on? I think and I just hear. like crush those interview you questions. Are, you are. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. You got guts. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Yeah, I got you guts. Got iron guts right here. Guts. I man. think I would want the invisible guy because then I could just like go steal a bunch of things. I just have to take mm. off all but my you, clothes. Yeah, you just got to be naked. <laughs> that's, though. that's the part. Well, that's why I'm <laughs> naked. No one else can see me unless but I'm. You, but you have to wear glasses and a hat to, for, for people to know no, that you're when there. I'm normally there. I put on actual clothes. That guy's a pervert. <laughs> like, that's fair. I would put on. Yeah, that's actual also weird. Clothes. You could just put. Yeah, he could have clothes on. No, he just have clothes on. He just doesn't want to. they say that in the very first episode. They're like, "Your dick's out," and he's like, "Yeah," and we still have this. Consent training. Yeah. So, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Can you see it? No. Insane. <laughs> I mean, I've been um, doing a lot. I've been like really into Mortal Kombat One right now. Oh hell yeah! So I want I want raining powers. I want lightning control. I want to be able to like teleport well, and then yeah. like the teleportation in the world of the boys a, is tricky. That's exactly, exactly what tricky. That's exactly what I was going to say. We like we say like man, I would love these powers, but then like in the boys, like in like a you know ideal universe like Marvel DC, it's cool. I get to zap where I'm going. My clothes don't burn. I don't like mm-hmm. blow up every time. Like I you have touch to choose down. the character in the boys. As like, soon as as soon as I enter the world of the boys, and I like zap up or like you know the whole like lightning actually happens and like everything's on fire. You know right. what I'm saying? If I like zap it to my room, I just blow it up and now like- You've gone, right. You're going through so many phones. Also, so many phones, that, so many clothes, oh so many God, houses. Yeah. Like I, I literally can't use my powers because if I like, I touch somebody the wrong way, oh, their heart just went out because right. I had shocked them. Uh, oh no. You're, you're like, like hugging into your parents that got peace, pacemakers. Right, exactly. Or anything like, like that. 
You know, like it's all bad. You like, should. Um, also, if you did that power, you would probably have to be in like the top three. Oh, like, would you want to be like one of the ma- listen, major I'm heroes? Built, I'm, oh, I'm built for it. I, know that I don't. <laughs> shut shut I'm up, Joe. Joe, what you want? Get out. Uh, I'm, a, Ew, com- what, I'm a competitor. No. I'm done. I'm ready to compete. You afraid to compete, Jess? I'm not afraid to compete. I just want to be naked and steal money. <laughs> That's all I want in this life. Karen, what power are you on, bro? I think I would take the super speed, but does that mean my, my heart gives out like A-Train stuff? Well, no, well, A-Train, well, that's doing V He was doing yeah. V. Like, he was trying to, you know. Yeah. How many yeah. drugs super are you doing? Super speed easily. Super speed easily. Because you got know. a great metabolism. No, because then you have to make sure you but don't you run eat. through someone, Yeah, until you went to somebody's girlfriend and now, like, the whole seven's in jeopardy. See, I'd like to think I'm better than that, though. Like, I'd like to think. Well, you're not going to be running. You're, you're not yeah. going to be running in the bike lane. Exactly. That's for sure. One, <laughs> two. I think like it, it was a matter of him just not caring. That's really what it was. I would be, you know, a good person. With my you say that speed. now until you're say famous. Say, say and the game now. changes you. And the game changes so you. So when you them. obliterate somebody on the street, you're like, oh my god, I'm so Once sorry. Once you get that Nike, that Nike check. A Nike sponsorship <laughs> here. Also, also, Kerm, you would be, yeah, Kerm will be in the Olympics and he'll be doing that thing that uh, Dash did in The Incredibles and oh, trying to slow down but yeah. win every single time. And I'd be like, damn, you, who, who Who's, hero are you really? Was it, was it Zion's <laughs> shoes that blew out on yeah. like his first? It, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's why I couldn't be like. Kerm's shoes are gonna blow out like this first time that he tries it, just because I, he didn't get the right sponsorship. No, but I mean, to Jess's point, that's why I couldn't be Spider Man because you know whole right. thing with Spider Man is great power, great responsibility. I wouldn't be a villain, but like saving the world, you wouldn't be broke. Well, I would be the greatest be athlete of all time. I would refuse to be broke if I was Spider Man. I, I would simply refuse to be broke. No, nah, like if you got bit, if I got bit by a spider right now and I turn into the all world athlete that he is, forget webs. Forget. Sorry, rest in peace, Uncle Ben. I'm making these Benjamins, you feel me? I'm going to the league, NBA, NFL. I'm playing till I'm 95. They're going to be like, yo, I'm breaking all of Brown's records. They're going to do the test on you, and they're going to be like, the needle can't penetrate his skin. Don't. Like, it's tough. Built I'm a, different. I'm going to take a drug test. I, I'm going to come up clean. You know what I'm saying? They're How do we like, know? We can't on? penetrate your skin to you know, see. Well, well you, you take just a drug test. Eyeball, you you know? got to eat you pee, right? You're like, the drug test, like, oh, pee, and they true. touch your pee, and you're like, that's true. They I ain't taking no steroids. I'm just a GOAT athlete. I'm playing until I'm 106, right? <laughs> I'm going yeah. to be the first player in NBA history to throw 10,000 points. I'm the first person in, NBA in, in history to be in the NF, NFL Hall of Fame, NBA Hall of Fame, MLB Hall of Fame, right? I'm going to be the greatest athlete of all. I'm going to win all the gold medals. It's going to be insane. I'm like, yo, how did this man? It's like, I got bit by, the mo- by the mo- spider once. The time. monkey paw is going to be like, every time you do the power, you're dying more every day. In the boys' universe, absolutely. <laughs> like, that would be in the boys' universe. No, it's like, something like small, like he loses his hair or something. Legitimately, <laughs> like. Oh, got it. Definitely shooting webs out your asshole. There's that, that's the boys. That's <laughs> every time you sneeze. That's every time you sneeze. <laughs> that's what it would be. And then people are so disgusted with you, they don't want you on the team. Exactly, right? Oh, like, man. I don't care how good he is. He shits So webs. then he's got to invent like some sort of like industrial diaper situation. Exactly. Ew. To catch it. That's All bad. the girls are like, no. <laughs> he's no. wearing a diaper to protect his web butt. Oh, boy. We, got, <laughs> web we can think butt. of some worse consequences now. All right, then. Steve, we got, I think, like five left. What do you want to see? In the next five episodes, what are you excited about going forward? I like I I kind of want I want a prolonged mystery. I kind of want the idea of almost like the, I want the boys to do their equivalent of like Lost, where they get to the end of this in, like crazy conspiracy, and there's more. It goes deeper. 
There's like somebody at the beginning of this that's going to mess their whole shit up and they got to start from square one. They're kicked out of school. They're chastised. They got no followers. They got none of this. And I want this soft reset with all of these kids figuring out this mystery. It's a moral victory, but at what cost? That's what I want. What about you, Jess? Um, I think I want someone to kill Ashley. I mean, I, oh, obviously. Yeah, that's like, you know. But that would be fun no, to do it one. in the Unsubscribe Gen B, if the Ashley Gen doesn't. B. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That would be fun to see it happen in Gen B. Because then that even makes her death, like, so much less than what she is. Because then when we go back to the boys, oh, they wouldn't care. They'd exactly. be like, oh, they just over, they overthink about it. They're like, oh, okay, who's the new Ashley then? And then we just keep going. <laughs> Oh, yeah. man, that would suck for Ashley. And the actress, I'd feel horrible for. No, yeah, and that's I think only it. to that degree I vote against it because she's incredible. She's an amazing person, yes. Yeah. Well, they, they bring it, I mean, not saying nobody dies, but, like, even in this, like, one of the first things you see, like, after A-Train is Elizabeth Shue, whose character died in, what, season, season end of season one, beginning season two? And, like, she had, like, a little piece about ending racism. How they, they ended racism by bringing A-Train on to the seven. Oh, yeah, that's right. Insane. This is a post-racist world now. Post-racist world now. You know, that's the kind of biting, you know, commentary I love from the boys. In yeah, the yeah, world. yeah. Which is but. so funny. They love A-Train in Gen V. I thought we were all supposed to hate him. Well, well again, here's the thing. We, but like, we know. The public perception of A-Train oh, is amazing. That's true. Because uh, you see the vending machines that have his drinks, and I'm like, but that was the Pepsi commercial. Don't we hate him for that? But yeah. I guess people love him for that but in the world. people love him for that. In the yeah, world. The, the boys' world, like, you know, all these kids, I forget, they don't. I forget. Yeah, I like, completely forget that. We're with Huey and, and Butcher and these people who are like deep. Those are terrorists. You know, <laughs> like, huh? you know. In hey, the man. world of the boys. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I think so for me. <laughs> So is Homelander. Oh, man. Stay at Homelander, bro. I would love to see somebody watching, like, news footage of that ending Homelander rally where he just liquidates that dude. Liquidates? Liquidates. Liquefies that dude. (laughs) And everybody cheers him on. And then, like, half of the school population is like, yeah, he did the right thing. Still kind of works. He sold all of his assets. So he evaporated all of his earnings. I know. It'd be great if he just like pointed at him. He's like, "You're broke now." And then he goes, and there's like his home is foreclosed. That's a super. That's a real superpower. Pointing. Oh my god! So withdrawal, bro. Withdrawal. Liquidation, man. Just yeah. I'm sorry, man. We got to sell your house, your car, all your assets. Everything's foreclosed. Cash poor. All because I said no to Homelander. Yes. That's yeah. right. Don't talk shit. Stocks uh, and bonds. Go hey, on. hey, no, check this out, right? I did this research. The first uh, definition is wind up the affairs of a company or firm by ascertaining liabilities and apportioning assets, right? That's the first definition. Definition number two, eliminate, typically by violent means. Kill. You're absolutely right. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Absolutely right. By weekly means twice a week and every other week. Now, there you go. Okay, yeah. For me, I definitely want to see this mystery like... All the way to the end. Like, I want to see, you know, what happens with Luke's brother in there. Like, last we see is they've got um, the troops down there with Emma and his brother, and it's not looking good. But I'm interested to see, like, all of them come together. We obviously have to deal with um, with Andre and Kim smashing his boy's girl very, after he died. Very true, yes. Like, we didn't talk about that, but that's kind of that's crazy, my boy. When you're in, like, a, a sad... Sad space. Yeah, but know. but you know, sexy kid wrong. Sexy kid wrong. Oh no! no. Let's let, let's 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 do a little thought experiment right here. You know, you blow yourself up in a fiery explosion. Okay, 
you're you let's say you you know you go somehow make it to heaven you and peter got some deal you can like see all your homies from up up there and then you see your closest friend go smash the person that you were in a like your relationship with or something like that me personally i'm not gonna let that slide no i i get it i get it but then when you're like in that emotional state we're both we're both we're both very sad i got bigger things to worry about i'm I'm not gonna have sex with anyone after i see someone get exploded but it's not exactly a mood setter no sad they're sad and they found love in each other uh pete my boy send me back Send me back. I need my lick nah, back. Nah, I don't give a fuck. I'm I going down my, right yeah, now. Did you I see this? You back. see this? Nah, uh, you know, seeing what goes, what goes on with them. And ultimately, seeing how they all come together as a group because I don't think they can solve this problem if they're beefing. I think we saw a little bit of the end of C- episode three where Jordan and um, Marie, they're all at that table with the vodka and they're like having a conversation. The Ash comes in and is like, oh, I messed up. And so like, hopefully in the next episode in the next few episodes they're like yo we have to work together to solve this thing and they become like a little like a little little team I hope to see that but uh yeah, we'll see I'm excited to see where it goes man I really really enjoyed these first three episodes I can't wait to see the the rest of it I, I think it's a, it's an exceptional premiere yeah, and I really don't think people should miss out on this because absolutely as as great as the boys is this could be just as good oh I thought you were say like better I was like hey, no hey, I'm relaxed <laughs> hey, a lot of hey, games too left. much hey, dip on the chip hey, right there hey, no, the thing is, we're comparing three episodes to something that's three seasons. Exactly. So, as starts concerned, that's my, when great. I'm saying first season of the boys versus first season of this. I'm like, I'm not comparing, but I'm like, this holds its own. Yes. It holds its fucking thousand own. percent. And I love thousand that. percent. And yeah, and if you if you're worried about like, I hope people aren't worried about like the teen aspect of it all. Like, nah, it's great. Yeah, like don't it's very don't not that, teen. Don't, don't, don't yeah. Don't let your teens watch this. Maybe don't let your <laughs> don't teens. Let your te- you got to be 21 and over to watch this show, man. You got to be able to drink. To forget all everyone on the show is like like twenty eight plus. <laughs> Keep it at the, the watching audience as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for us here on Mint Edition. We hope you've had fun. We had fun. We love this show. But don't forget, Monday, Button Match is gonna be back. Their discussion on all of the great things that are coming out in November. I hear Cyberpunk's making a good scene. It's coming back. I, Allegedly. It's coming Idris, back. Idris it's Elba coming literally in. said the game is fixed. <laughs> Idris Elba? Yeah. yeah you didn't see that. Here. It was like the game is fixed. We're like, ah, it's like, oh my god, those, those, those Leo, words? Leo pointing meme. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, uh. You said it. He said it. And Tuesday night, Midnight Boys will return for the finale of Ahsoka. We're very excited. It's gonna be coming to you late, but don't worry, Midnight Boys will be here. And Loki is coming very, very soon. Stay tuned for that. Jess, Jomi, love you guys. Any parting words before we thank our super producer Kerm, as always. Man, I'm not going to lie to you, Kerm. Didn't think of a name for you this week. It's tough. You know what happens to the best of us. Actually, no, I got one. Google Kerm. Wow. Damn. Pass. I tried my best. They call him. My... They call him Google Kerm. As always, thank you to everybody listening. We love you guys. Thank you for always rocking with the junior mints. Uh, the mint people, man said. We're the, we're the, mint, we're the mint people now. Mm-hmm. So, mint Enjoy. folk. Mint folk. Ooh, mint folk. I like mint folk. Mm. Like, we're like mint folk, kin folk. Okay. All right, great. I'm here for that. See you guys next time. Bye. See ya!
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.